Come on, Peter. It's your suit. It's heartening to see so many strange new faces here today. I know my mom would be very touched and probably a little suspicious. My mother was a very secretive and private woman. It's grandma. You know you were her favorite, right? Even when you were a little baby, she wouldn't let me feed you because she needed to feed you. She was a very difficult woman, which maybe explains me. I recognize you from your mother. What? Sometimes I swear I can feel them in the room. She isn't gone. She had private rituals, private friends. Who's gonna take care of me? You don't think I'm gonna take care of you? But when you die. And she wasn't altogether there. <laughs> At the end. stress on my family. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another Halloween marathon review where I invite a guest from the horror film community and they pick a movie and we talk about it for a couple of minutes. So today my guest for today's review, we have Nadia. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on uh, today's show. I really appreciate it. We've been trying to get this review going for a couple of days now, but I don't know what it is, but it was cursed <laughs> for a little bit. Even, when we, even we, were supposed to talk, we were supposed to start this like an hour ago, but like yeah. so much stuff going down. <laughs> so I want to thank you for coming on the show, um, despite all the technical stuff. Um, and yeah, so uh, everyone, as I said once again, uh, these reviews, uh, someone comes on the show, they pick a movie, we talk about it in full spoilers, so there will be spoilers for the movie that we're, we're going to discuss. So I gave you the opportunity to choose a movie. Why don't you let every, everyone know what you chose and why? So I chose Hereditary. And first of all, thank you so much for inviting me onto the show. Um, I chose Hereditary by Ari Aster. And I chose it. I, I watched the movie a while ago um, in theaters. And um, ever since then, it's just really just got under my skin and just stayed with me for a long period of time. And I think what I love about it and what, the reason I chose it is because it has this incredible buildup build of tension through like the camera movements and the use of lighting and the shadows and that really stayed with me and also um I also chose it as, as a big uh, Tony Collette fan I, I'm in love with her work and her performance in this is just extraordinary and I think really pulled me into the 
to the story and just uh, has a lot of staying power. I agree. Um, yeah, listen. So when so when you chose the uh, when you chose this, I was so excited. I was hoping if anyone did not choose this movie by October thirty first, I would have probably just done a, a review by myself because <laughs> because of how much I love this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I love this movie from like the first day I saw it. I saw it in theaters when it came out. Um, I I had kind of you know topped it as the. Uh, the scariest movie at least of that year and and for me uh, in a while because I'm a huge horror fan mm-hmm. and I always say that if a horror movie can scare me then you've done your job and the last like 15 minutes completely left me on the floor um mm-hmm. just because of like a different kind of shots that he does I actually there's actually a shot in this movie that we'll talk about I'll talk about a little bit later um of there's a shot in the movie at the end of the movie that I didn't realize until I rewatched it actually um, and that's really, really crazy to me just to, just, just to like, you know, just to like think about that and whatnot. But yeah, I yeah. agree with you. I, I love hereditary. Um, a lot of people, like a lot of people who are into like art house horror, uh, will kind of call it kind of boring, but I appreciate mm-hmm. the kind of buildup of the movie because yeah. if the movie, if the entire movie was like what they did in the third act and the third act wouldn't have been so shocking. Um, exactly. that's why it's. Like that's why it's one of my favorite third acts in a horror movie in like a long, long time. Um, just as a lot, a lot of the like sequences and what's happening, and like you said, the build up, the use, the use of the score, not just in the third act, but the the entire movie. Um, usually, when I have it, when someone chooses a movie, I want to go back and rewatch it, unless it's like a movie that I've seen a thousand times. But this was a movie that I wanted to go back and rewatch before we talked about it, just because I wanted to make sure that all my, my all my thoughts and feelings were at least the same going into the movie, and it definitely was. So, uh, what are some of the things that you enjoy in this uh, film? How many times I, have you seen it? Honestly, I've seen it about I think five times now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, um, and I just I rewatched it again uh, a couple a couple of days ago. Um, and I, I really love the imagery in this movie. Um, it's just so, it's so strong. And when I think back about, you know, horror movies in general, it, it, it takes a lot to kind of, you know, for a horror movie to hold up on rewatches. And Mm -hmm. this one just, I, I don't think it ever really loses its edge when you, when you go back and watch it. It's just every, the imagery is so strong. And, you know, if you think about moments like, um, you know um the mother and the shadows or you know yeah. of course of course tony collette on the ceiling which uh <laughs> just freaks <laughs> me out to this day um yeah, even things sweet. like small touches like after that uh that car accident peter seeing the car the the car mirror in that classroom scene um mm-hmm. it, there's just so much strong imagery and i think it really it's um it's really beneficial to the, the slow build that the that the movie has because there's all these um, clues that you can kind of go back to and see that lead up to that uh, third act and really give it a lot of uh, layers and um, a lot to think about. Oh, I totally agree. As far as the um, as far as the Tony Collette and the shadows, yeah, um, I think it was so smart to put her in all white clothes too, just because when I initially when I saw it, the movie the first time. I didn't see her because it's not like a big, it's not like a, she's not so like, she gets noticeable right, yeah. when she go, where like, like she gets noticeable at the, like in the next shot where she's like in yeah, the living yeah. room doing it. But in mm-hmm. this one, I think this one was intentionally not so noticeable. Cause like, if you catch it, you catch it. 
Um, and I remember I saw with my friend Alex, uh, when we, when we saw it, I had to like, I had to like point to her. He, I was like, Oh, you see that? And he's like, what? Yeah, and I'm like, look in the corner. I'm like, look in the fucking corner, you know, but I, I'm yeah. that kind of watcher anyway, when it comes to horror movies uh, and too. TV shows, like with, uh, with, uh, Bly Manor and Hill House, when you're trying to find all, uh-huh. the, all the hidden ghosts and stuff, I'm always looking into the, especially ghosts like movies. I'm yeah. always like looking into the background to see like if anything's like just standing somewhere or just kind of hanging somewhere, and mm-hmm. uh, this so that was such a great shot. I I, I love that shot so much, um, just because it's so subtle and it's so like not in your face. If this was, if this was like any other director, you know, it would have been all lit up, light and bright, mm. so you can see it. It's just so it feels so much creepier when it's just dark because. You know, if you live on the east side, well, yeah, like you, you're, you're, you're in Canada and stuff. If yeah. you live on the east side, it's dark in the morning. So when you're mm-hmm. waking up, like sometimes when I watch this movie and I wake up in the morning, I just check my corners because it's just so <laughs> it's still dark yeah. in my room. So yeah, yeah I, I I love that. I agree. I agree with you 100. percent It's crazy. Yeah, it, yeah, it had the same effect on me when I first like when I got home for the first time after seeing it in theaters. Um, I also had a similar experience of. Um, turning to a friend and saying are you seeing this like mm-hmm. you know um but yeah it had the same effect on me and uh, it just goes back to how well the um the use of shadows and lighting is in this movie um there's mm-hmm. so much that's you know it, and it's exciting to go back and to you know re-watch. to see that yeah to re to rewatch and to you know see that uh, all unraveling oh i agree even another great use of shadow and lighting is uh the first kind of the first uh interaction that um Tony Collette's character has with seeing her grandmother in the room uh in the beginning mm-hmm. uh she like sees her in the corner and then they turn and she's gone and stuff and i had to when i went to rewatch on my on the t before i before i watched it again at work cuz i had to you know I, I couldn't finish it on my tv at home i couldn't mm-hmm. see the shot that well but when i got to my work computer like i saw it perfectly uh, so just stuff like that I really like and the hidden I like you know I like I really enjoy going on going on YouTube and and listening to like you know those kind of like theory videos and stuff like that or like what you missed from Hereditary I remember coming out of the theater I missed so many like so so many like you just just kind of ways to kind of show where the movie's going and how um there's like a cult all behind this movie like that signal Mm -hmm. is like literally everywhere in this movie uh they're kind of you know and then the whole part with the daughter and how uh the camera focuses on the on the peanuts when they were making it you know when Mm -hmm. they got in to the house and stuff like that and that's how like she's gonna die is with the peanuts the movie the uh the cult is very 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 like manipulative as far as like they manipulated a lot as far yeah. as going on with this family in the movie i thought that was all really well done and stuff like that so um yeah what are what are the when you think about this movie what are some of the things that that you like if someone says hereditary like right now to you passing by what is like the first couple of things you'll think about well the supernatural for one um that's I think that's such a big aspect of the movie and I think it's played so well with the introduction of um of uh Joan um mm-hmm. she's like to me like that character when you first see her there's already something about her that I'm just kind of you know my guard is up a little bit um yeah. so the movie does a good job of you know bringing her into the story and I also think about um grief as well because 
you know, with Tony Collette, she's kind of going through these motions of, um, you know, she lost her mother and, you know, mm -hmm. her family is kind of sifting apart and, um, you know, she's kind of coming to terms with, with that. And then of course, what happens to her daughter, Charlie, um, you know, so I think it's also, you know, the grief part of it comes to mind too. And, uh, you know, also family, a family drama, family yeah, dynamics yeah. and, uh, you know, the mother and son relationship between um, Annie and Peter and, you know, that of course it's, you know, that incredible dinner scene too. Um, of course, yeah. You know, <laughs> just family, some, you know, that, that moment is just as scary as uh, some of the other moments in the movie. Oh, I agree. Like, um, as far as like family drama, um, I a hundred percent like the movie can be kind of triggering for a lot of people, just because mm -hmm. you know I've had plenty of those like awkward, silent uh, dinners as far as like with family, like the way they had, which would turn into like some type of a blow up. Mm -hmm. Um, and then and 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 then as far as the grief aspect, um, you can just see how much uh. Annie kind of blames herself for a lot of what's been going on and stuff. And then there's even a moment at the dinner scene where um, Alex Wolf tells her, like, you know, she didn't want to go to the party and stuff like that. Um, so let's get into that scene, um, the scene of the death of Charlie. I, I definitely was not expecting it when I first watched it. I thought because when I was watching the marketing, I just assume assume that she that she was going to be all over the movie and i mm -hmm. noticed yesterday when i watched it that that that, that death comes at 30 minutes into the yeah. movie and i was like oh man i didn't realize it happened that i didn't i, didn't, I never even realized it happened so quick yeah. um so it happens and stuff like that and it's so shocking because it's so unexpected i still remember the gasp that my that my theater did when mm -hmm. that scene comes up as far as like um and then and then the shot I think everything after it, once again, the use of like not having a score is so powerful in movies like this because like it happens and then you never see her body again as far like not not like he he turned the camera to the back seat so that you can't see her body, but you don't see the back seat or anything until yeah. until you see the aftermath. So um Alex Wolf, he goes home, he goes home. I, I, his performance in that scene is probably like my favorite of his as far as the entire movie i do think towards the end he was like really good but one thing with him with uh with peter and alex wolf's performance was that uh, there's a lot of times when he's like crying where i just don't buy it but everything else that doesn't that doesn't involve the crying is so good like when you know when like when when this scene where he just has that stone look on his face he doesn't want to turn around but he knows it's not good because she's quiet and before she was like wheezing and stuff like that um, that stuff is really, really good. So then you, it shows how much he kind of deals with grief as well in the movie and yeah. um, and how he feels like it was all his fault. And, and it kind of was not not really. But like, you know, it's just crazy how that whole scene plays out. And then the reveal of Tony Collette finding her body and they never showing that so you just kind of hear her howling, like scream in the background. Uh, while you know Peter's in bed, I think that I think all of that is just so well done. So um, let's get some of your thoughts on that on that kind of sequence and the aftermath of that. Yeah, it, it's an incredible sequence, and um, I also remember that the jaw dropping like gasps uh, in our theaters uh, when we saw it, when I saw it. Um, what I thought, yeah, Alex Wolf is amazing in it, and one of the most interesting things I found about his performance in that moment was 
the almost like the sense of shock because you know there's a moment it's very quiet but he starts to say are you okay he doesn't quite finish the sentence but he starts to say it and even yeah it's just like it gave me chills and when he went back to sleep well when, when he went back home after um just not even being able to confront his parents about what happened just kind of waiting for it, that to be discovered you know it also mm-hmm. speaks to how how in shock he was about it and I, th- I thought Alex Wolf was incredible in that scene and uh, it's just such a strong build-up um, and again the use of camera movements in this movie is just you know the way that the tension you know you still feel that tension just from from not seeing the aftermath and just focusing on uh, on Peter's face and uh, you know, really putting you into his, you know, mindset of not even being able to turn around and just, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's an incredible scene. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Uh, he he's so good in that yeah. scene. Another another one of my favorite scenes from him um, was the school scene where he has to like I I heard that he actually banged his head on the table and everything and broke oh, really? his nose. Oh wow! Yeah, so yeah, I heard that was an actual real real thing. I guess method acting is like a, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that all stuff, all of that, all of his stuff was really good. Um, I think uh, Anne Dowd as Joan was very creepy because I just never had a good feeling about her from the from the start. Yeah, um, and then after the uh, after. I noticed after the death of Charlie, that's when you really start to see, um, I, I guess the death. The main point of of, of Charlie's death was so that Aunt, so that Annie could get vulnerable, and that she can really really get be become really easy for for the demon to kind of possess her. I, I just noticed. I, I compare that to like you know the Conjuring, and mm-hmm. how the mom in that movie she like she gets really really vulnerable after a state of just trying to figure out what's happening here and before the before like one of my favorite scenes as far as you know the husband getting burned alive uh she she, that whole lead up to that scene she's just like she's she's like done you know what i mean she sounds Mm -hmm. crazy but that's just because she's just desperate to see for this thing to be done and i noticed that that's really when like you know she starts she starts changing after the death of charlie she's she's like drawing like drawing her Mm -hmm. death and her you know her doll stuff and then she's like making these scowls fade like the dinner scene after peter you know kind of comes back with his 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 remarks she has that 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 infamous scowl at him and stuff and then when she randomly tells him i never wanted you or something like that you know um i just noticed that she was changing throughout the entire movie and i felt bad for her i'm like man this sucks like she mm-hmm. lost her lost her mom lost her child and now she's she's about to lose herself because she's got to get taken and all that stuff mm-hmm. was really great um did you ever have a problem a lot of people call this movie boring i just don't see it do you, do you ever did you ever have a problem with the uh runtime in this movie because it is like for a horror movie it is like two what is it, it like it's like over, over two, the two hours. hour mark yeah and, and i necessarily yeah. i usually don't think that it's like so this movie is like two hours and seven minutes so and i usually don't think that horror movies need to be over two hours um, i remember it chapter one was two two fourteen and then chapter two was like two two forty five yeah and stuff. did you ever have a problem with the runtime in this movie like did you ever felt the pacing kind of was not like was not there for you 
I really didn't. I mm-hmm. and usually with um you know with the movies of long runtime, I feel at a at a certain point, but yeah, yeah. Um, I really didn't with this because I think it, it, the tension, as you were saying before, I think the third act wouldn't work as well if there wasn't a lot of patience leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just didn't feel it. I think there's just there's so much going on in this movie that with Tony Collette alone, there's so much going on with what she does. And mm-hmm. I think there's a lot to kind of grab onto. Um, yeah, I agree. And, uh, yeah, yeah I, I just didn't, I didn't feel it. It just, not that it flew by, but it was a very, it was an intriguing slow build that I just wanted yeah. to keep watching more and more. It, it's one of those slow builds where uh, there's just some type of nuance happening no matter what scene. Like, if you go through every scene in this movie, that's why I really, that's why I really want that, that A24, like, book that they did for it. Um, but like, if you go through like every scene, there's a reason for every scene. It's not just like Mm -hmm. thrown away and stuff like even the slow scenes where someone is just talking, there's a reason for every single scene, whether it's watching Peter, um, his grief take over him after Charlie, Charlie dies and then her kind of haunting him a little bit, or whether it's, uh, it's whether it's, uh, the mother, who is just slowly also disintegrating as far as uh as far as you know payment taking over her body and then the father nothing happening to him but he's watching both of his like loved ones completely fall apart and he's watching his wife he th- he's thinking his wife has like some type of mental issue and she's going mm-hmm. crazy all that stuff is just so good to me and so well done um and whatnot and it's just it's just it's just it's a it's a movie that i love going back to not often i I probably watch this movie like maybe like once once or twice a year since it come out um like i know i watched it earlier this year before rewatching a couple like yesterday and Mm -hmm. then uh, and then the and then like you know when it came out i had bought the blu-ray watched it again um you know with some family and stuff like that a lot of them were calling it boring but then were completely scared about the third act um so let's go down let's get down to to that the third not the third like the before the third act what are we what what did we have we had like peter kind of getting haunted a little bit um you know uh then you had a thing where like basically it was charlie kind of telling annie that you know we want like his head and stuff like that uh when she's like drawing it on the bolt on the little thing and stuff that stuff is really insane to me but and then the light the light all the stuff that they do like with the light going into whoever mm-hmm. um, which i don't know why peter went into that classroom listen there's a part in the hallway <laughs> where the yeah. light goes into the classroom like peter yeah. turn around i would have been <laughs> out of there yeah i think was that after the moment when joan was calling his name and we, that was after that was? yep yeah that was yeah. After, so I think yep. That, yeah i think at that point he's just like there's no turning back for him <laughs> he's just yeah you know, i don't know go there. i don't really know where you could have he could have went because like if you go home you're screwed school yeah. you're screwed but go to a friend's house or something i don't know like <laughs> but like when uh so, so right when the light goes in the room he goes in it for some reason um and then this is the scene where he looks like he's kind of hanging himself um, oh yeah and then it kind of ruins his face and then he goes to bed uh then you have annie try annie finally figures out everything which i i forgot that she does um i thought i forgot that she kind of figured out that her mom was a cult and stuff like that um and yeah. then that's when she's trying to explain everything to 
she's trying to explain everything to the husband he's just not buying it mm. uh she tries to do everything herself like she tried to burn the book but then the book started burning her um then she tells the husband to throw it in and he's like no like you're nuts which like i feel so bad for her but i don't blame him like if i was in his shoes and my wife is just telling me something about a cult and heads and this and that yeah. i'd be like what <laughs> no you know yeah. so uh, he throw she then grabs the book and throws the um book in the fire which turns into one of like my most like one of my like favorite horror sequel like you know like just moments in a movie he's just burning and mm-hmm. her facials are so good too they are like, you know they're <laughs> insane like okay i actually forgot but the facial she has like th- there's like three times actually like okay there's a lot of times in the movie where she, her face her expressions are so well one of yeah. like the first one i have is at the, at the dinner table when she's scowling at him at the mm-hmm. you know at the end of her rant or whatever. Yeah. The, the, the dinner scene is so great. Like, of course, I'm going to talk about it. The dinner scene is yeah. so well. There's no score. Uh, she just has this great kind of dialogue in that scene, which is so sad because again, it brings back to your point of family. And she said maybe this whole thing with Charlie could have brought us together, but it just made us mm-hmm. worse. You know, and I love all of that. But her scowl right there. Then she has a moment where she's kind of hiding in one or one of the rooms while Peter walks by, and you just yep. have, have the shot of her eye. It's so yeah. great. Then the part I don't know, I almost forgot about it. Thank God I didn't. The part where where she she like she's dreaming, uh, but it seems like a real scene where she's talking she's talking to Peter while he's in bed, and yeah. then she's like. And then he's like, oh, you didn't want me. And then it turns to her face and she's like drenched with sweat all of a yeah. sudden. And she's like, Crying. she has this shock. Yeah. And then she starts burning. I'm like, dude, what is this movie? It's, just, it's too, it's too much. of a nightmare. Um, yeah. 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 That was such a good one. Another great uh, moment as far as her and her acting. Um, then when he's getting, when the husband's getting burned and you see her face, she just doesn't, she's in complete shock, but then you see kind of the demon enter her right in that moment. Mm. Oh, she's so good. Ugh, can we just talk about the snub? <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. I could talk about her all day. <laughs> the snub, I love her. Yeah. The snub, of the, the snub of the century with Tony Collette's hereditary. Oh I don't even think that she knows how big that's gotten on social media. I, yeah, but I really don't think so. I just don't know. <laughs> Even if you're not a horror fan, but but they they've nominated horror before, like with Get Out and yeah. with like uh, with Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not a horror fan, you cannot deny that she's so so good. Even if you don't like the movie, you can't deny of how good she is in it. So I just don't know what happened. I, I, I don't know. Back, like I just who was nominated when this came out. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I was rooting for her all the way. I was, you know. So was I. Uh, it's so devastating that she never I know, won. I know. But um, let's get into the third act of the movie. Uh, so he burns and then she kind of, that's when she gets creepy and stuff. And Peter wakes up. It's quiet in the house. He hears a few things. And the infamous shot of her in the corner was so great. Then he kind of he's kind of scoping out the house. Also, too, another shot that you that you can probably sometimes miss is when she crawls out of his room. Kind of if that's yes. crawling, whatever it is, it's weird. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
that stuff was so great. Okay, so I wanted to. This is what I was wondering. This is the shot that I was talking about. If you ever noticed, this is before all that stuff happens with her in the corner. When it turned from light to nighttime, did you ever notice all the people like on the outside when that part happens? There's a shot like when it goes because the, the the husband burning scene that happens during the daytime. So then they yeah. do like a shot, like a air, not an aerial shot, but they do like a still shot of the house. They did this in the beginning of the of the movie too, when like it, instead of just like have you know most most movies will have like uh, from it going light to dark, do do like a like a fast kind of, and you kind of see the light going from light to dark. They in this movie they did like a snap; it just snaps to dark, and yeah, then when yeah. it happens, you see the cult all outside. I never noticed that until yesterday. I was like, oh my god, I didn't even uh, notice yeah. like, all of the naked cult or whatever. It's so nuts. <laughs> Yeah, but, it took a couple um, of watches for me to for me to for me to notice that too. I didn't notice it I didn't right away. Even realize, yeah, I didn't realize until I watched it yesterday, and I was like, "Oh snap! I just <laughs> that's that's them." Uh, so then he, um, so then he goes downstairs. She's in the corner. She's a little bit more noticeable now. And then he sees his father, and then that whole crazy sequence starts where she's chasing him, which, listen, if that was me, I would have failed on the first try. Oh. <laughs> he, he like, dipped so quick. I don't know how he, oh, yeah. he, he just He must have just felt her breath or something and then just started running. But uh, that was all done so well. Uh, one of the most haunting shots and moments in the movies when she's banging her head. They had that in the trailer, but I just forgot about it while I was watching the movie. So that was so shocking um, yeah. when that happened. And then the ending of the movie, a lot of people get get, get kind of weird and don't like the actual ending of like when they're in the treehouse. But I, I, I liked it and I understood this like a ceremony of you know his the demon has made it to the young boy's body that he's always wanted so and the movie's over um listen i love i love hereditary it's not a problem like it, i i don't I, had, I really don't have any qualms with hereditary at all um i remember after the when the movie first came out i did me and my buddy james did like a two-hour spoiler review on it and then it got deleted so that's why i thought uh-huh. this review was cursed so I'm hoping that it, this review does not get deleted after we recorded. But um, let's get you some of your final thoughts on Hereditary, like, you know, the final scene, you know, rewatching it and stuff like that. Let's get some of your final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, the buildup of tension just is my biggest takeaway from this. Just and the mm-hmm. how strong the imagery is, that final act and you know, it's just the 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 pacing of it was incredible. The acting was phenomenal and I, I loved the ending as well I thought I, it actually made me think about um the beginning when um it zooms into that uh that small world project that Annie's working on mm-hmm. um so it's like a mock-up of Peter's room and then it becomes Peter's room and the ending was kind of like the end um that zoom out shot of the uh that little tree house and it kind of looks like a like um a display at the end uh it, yeah it made me think about the beginning and uh, that small world uh that miniature dollhouse collection that uh annie was working on right right yeah i um a lot of a lot of theories were, were they were talking about yeah. how um in the in the, the opening of the movie signifies that this was this was all like a plan 
from this uh you know from the cultists and stuff like that and then you're kind of seeing what what happened in the world of these people um because i think that that shot is so well i also saw that they did they built like a miniature home to film this movie um like a miniature like a like like a miniature dollhouse which is just nuts to me but yeah um hey listen the movie is so great to me um there's so much things that i enjoy it is probably it's like my i think it's like my third favorite horror movie of all time i think like the conjuring is second and the number one is scream but like um i love hereditary i never just dis- it never disappoints me when i rewatch it's gonna it's like i think it's one of the most rewatchable horror movies you know because it's always something that you can kind of sink your teeth in as far yeah. whether it's a performance whether it's a scene whether it's like a moment in the movie or a shot uh it's just so great so so many shots that i want to put on my wall but i'm not gonna because probably bad luck <laughs> But um, yeah, so my final thoughts is that, yeah, I love the hereditary five out of five, 10 out of 10, whatever you want to say it, a plus, 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 yes, whatever. Yeah. Um, love it. I, I, I love hereditary. So um, I want to thank you once again for coming on uh, today's show and doing this review with me. Hopefully things are much better um, after after watching the movie as far as like in the house. I keep hearing creaks and I'm like, I don't know about this, but um, <laughs> thank you once again. So of why course. don't you let everyone know where they can follow you? Yes. Yeah, so I am on Instagram at EarthTOFilms and I'm also on Twitter at NADReviews. All right. And uh, thank you once again. Also, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, Instagram Cinemaniac1994. And then the podcast, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cinemania World. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Nadia. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.